If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You are listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live Internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're going to talk about the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers and some other uh, interesting uh, uh, things to go along with that. Uh, be sure to connect with us at BraveHeartsForKids.org and BraveHeartsRadio.org where you can find all of the past episodes in the show links section and you can also find a Donate Now button if you like the work that we're doing and would like to help us continue to do this. Today our guest is uh, Valerie Kennedy Lang and she is a, a board member with the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers and also works with uh, Friends of Kids with Cancer. Uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, responsibility and uh, uh, a, a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, I, I, guess uh, I was thinking about my audience here, and, and so we got some big words, pediatric oncology and, <laughs> and that. Uh, so I'm so glad you could join us today, Valerie. Welcome to uh, Bravehearts Radio. Thanks for having me. So, you know, we, we, we met... Uh, well, we we have never met in person, but we met because of the uh, Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers, and I, I work with the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity, and we uh, decided that uh, in can, we do a resource guide, you know, something called Spotlight Hope. And uh, the regular listeners will be familiar with Spotlight Hope because I, I usually talk about Spotlight Hope a little bit, uh, usually in the third section, and sometimes share some of the comments from users that uh, that use the Spotlight Hope app. But it's a it's a mobile app. It's something for both the Android and the iPhone that um, we, um, uh, we we've developed that allows people to find resources that are close by to wherever they are uh, when they have a child with cancer. So it's a location-sensitive app. And our, our thinking was that the, um, the way to get this information to the families who need the information, uh, the, the way that, to get the uh, uh, how to use Spotlight Hope to the families of the children with cancer is to uh, work with the social workers that, that work with the kids. And so the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers was, uh, seemed like a natural fit for us. And, uh, and so that's what we did. We joined uh, APOSW and uh, we, we, uh, we became involved with the idea of uh, uh, helping to sponsor the national conference and uh, you you are the chair for the national conference, right, Valerie? I am, yes. So my job, um, along with the rest of our board of directors and our exhibitors and sponsors, is to put on a three-day educational conference um, 
for primarily social workers in the field of pediatric oncology. And we had we had uh, uh, well, it was it was scheduled to be in New York City later this month, and so yeah. that uh, that that is not taking place as planned, right? Correct. We were um, hoping to spend some time in Brooklyn, New York, um, April the twenty, about the twenty fourth to the twenty seventh. But um, you know, our our social workers there are have shifted gears. They were helping to plan this conference, and they are now um, on the front lines supporting the families that need it the most. Yeah, and I imagine that. You know, it's it's it is one of the things that people say. My goodness, it's got to be one of the most difficult things to imagine having a child. You know, hearing the words "your child has cancer." Uh, now, yeah. with the social distancing and and some of the things that's it's got to have taken on another dimension of of difficulty and loneliness. Yes, we are. Uh, so, in my my day job um, at. Friends of Kids with Cancer, we are trying to continue to support families, even if we can't do it through our traditional programming. And we've heard overwhelmingly from the families that are sort of self-quarantined in the inpatient setting in our local hospitals that they do feel even more alone, and it's nice to be remembered. Um, You know, I think I... I'm having more of an appreciation. Our families that have children that are immunocompromised sort of live social distancing all the time through treatment. Mm-hmm. And um, they are accustomed to doing this in ways that we're all now experiencing. And so now they're even more vigilant. They're hyper vigilant. Well, there's, you know, so you're saying the the families that, um, that you, that you, uh, work with typically, they're, they're already somewhat used to the social distancing that we're seeing now because of infections and things like that, right? Right, exactly. They're used to avoiding crowds and if they do have to be in a public place, they put masks on anyway, um, so I think my ability to be empathetic um, has increased as a result of what our country and our world is currently going through. Yeah. So in uh, in the uh, the work that you do with the uh, with the with the social with the with the conference um, the, yes. the the conference obviously not taking place. We we uh, um, <laughs> a few weeks ago we you know we're made our plans for traveling to New York to uh, be involved with the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers uh, Conference and Brave Hearts mm-hmm. for Kids. We had you know, plan to be a, a sponsor and and yeah. I, I like I like I like to speak at events but I, I hadn't planned on speaking at this one but I thought we might take the radio uh gear and uh and do some some live interviews with people. That would be I think that that could be something that, that would really work well. So we you know we yeah. we uh, changed our plans uh, and of course the the Tuesday of the conference is uh, something that we hold near and dear called National Bravehearts Day, 
the National mm-hmm. Day calendar, people, you know, gave us the uh, April 28th each year as National Bravehearts Day. So we thought, well, with the conference in, in New York and and uh, my wife, you know, Sherry from, uh, uh, she spent a lot of time, a lot of her life uh, in New York City in that area. And so uh, mm-hmm. she enjoys visiting uh, New York uh, probably more than more than I do. Uh, I tend to like to drive mm-hmm. around and park park wherever I want to park, you know, because I'm from North Dakota, and we we have this tendency mm-hmm. to think, well, I should just be able to drive anywhere I want to go and just park there, you know. Uh, that's <laughs> I don't think I'll drive next time I go to New York, but we, you know, no. so we we decided we we, we gotta we're, we're going to have to do something different because we uh, we we saw this. Uh, it's, the world changing in over the past mm-hmm. uh, several weeks and and things shutting down and now New York is is an epicenter for the the current uh, health crisis and and um, uh, and just uh, you, do you keep in touch with some of the people that that were uh, that were there setting things up and and how are they doing? Yeah, I think that um, you know when we began to sort of read the writing on the wall that the conference was not going to be able to take place, Um, you know, our site committee. And so um, I think it's important to know that the APOSW, our board of directors is completely voluntary. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, and so is our, what we call our site committee. So they're sort of the eyes and ears and the the ground troops um, of where our conference is to be held. Um, any given year, and our New York site committee was rather large, um, not surprisingly. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of APOSW constituents on the, um, on the Northeast Corridor, and um, yeah, we, we all took the time to talk about, you know, what this meant for us, and, you know, we've been planning this conference for two years, and so I think we all needed to sort of grieve the loss. Um, it took a lot of effort to get a conference to New York. Um, not no surprise to anyone that New York is incredibly expensive, um, but we wanted to make it affordable for our membership and for our attendees. So we worked really hard, and um, yeah, I think we're all experiencing loss on various levels right now, and that was certainly significant for. For us there, um, you know, we're not really sure what programming looks like. Um, you know, I know there are a lot of summer camps that are making the choice to not hold camp this year. Um, one mm-hmm. of our site committee members is a director of a, a camp in the Northeast. So, yeah, we we talk, and um, it's just, it's sad, but we're looking forward to what um, the next conference will bring that that gives us some hope yeah any idea where the uh, where the next location will be Do, or it, I know they uh, uh, yeah. usually an- announce that after the uh, present conference uh, so you, you so you do know it, I do know um, can, can, so you share, have, can you share it with uh, me here can you share it with all the listeners <laughs> I can't. Uh, we have. Okay. There are very few surprises in what we do. So typically, um, on the second day of our conference, we have a business and networking lunch, and we have the the 
site committee that is going to be hosting the following year do a presentation and build excitement. And so we're kind of working through how we would like to let our sponsors and exhibitors and APOSW membership know um, where we're headed in 2021. So it will be some kind of a virtual reveal. Um, So hopefully I can share that with you soon. Yeah, that sounds, well, that sounds good. Um, you know, and I, you know, we, we, we look at the positive side of things and I, 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 sometimes I'm, I'm, uh, I, 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 sometimes I even think of myself as overly optimistic, you know, cause I'm, I'm often <laughs> talking about how we live in the best time in the history of the world, the best place in the history of the world. And it's great. And it's getting better and it's getting better fast. And, you know, right now we're experiencing something that it, we, I don't think anyone has ever uh, been seen anything like this before. Um, but we will get through it. And on the other side of this, we'll have the APOSW, and we'll be serving the families of the children with cancer, and we'll be we'll be working with people, and and I think we'll go, we'll probably uh, continue to use a lot of the video uh, things that we're doing. And it, in fact, I was thinking before before we got on our our call today for the show, I was thinking I I, I don't remember the last time I did a call without video for a, you know for a meeting. Yeah. So it's it's been a, a whole lot of uh, zooming in and zooming out, you know. Uh, uh, we're uh, uh, fixing to to head to a break here, and um, on the other side of that, we'll come back and talk more with Valerie Kennedy Lang from the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers and Friends of Kids with Cancer here on Bravehearts Radio. Stick with us; we'll be back on the other side of sixty seconds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. 
His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live Internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're talking about the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers, and we'll be talking about Friends of Kids with Cancer with Valerie Kennedy Lang. You can connect with us on uh, at BraveHeartsForKids.org and BraveHeartsRadio.org. You can find all the past episodes there and uh, in the show links section. You can also find a Donate Now button. Now more than ever, uh, give us a hand if you can... Uh, if you like what we're doing, and you could help us uh, continue this. We're also now setting up our mission-building retreats and thought leader summits that we've been talking about on the show, Uh, plans for going to Philadelphia and Ireland and Kauai. Uh, We're going to be doing this by Zoom video, so if you'd like to participate with these, connect with me at that uh, mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Well, there's a... There's a, a a whole bunch bunch of public service announcement type announcements there. Uh, back with Valerie Kennedy Lang, um, wanted to just uh, you know we'd talk about the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers, and we we t- covered a little bit about the conference. You know, when I'd come back from the from the break, I'd talk about uh, the. Uh, the uh, thought leader summits that we had planned. And we had one scheduled for uh, Philadelphia. Uh, we've got a couple of our guests on Bravehearts Radio from uh, Philadelphia, one one that uh, is a past guest, one that's coming up in, in a couple of weeks. And um, I think uh, the APOSW has some roots in Philadelphia, correct? Yeah. we Like I mentioned before, we do have a really... Um, strong constituency in the Northeast Corridor, and Philadelphia is definitely one of them. And uh, we had a conference there. I'm afraid I'm going to get my math wrong, but it's been in the past um, 10 years that we were in Philly. Yeah, and um, if I, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of my, my pre-show homework, and I saw that um, – <laughs> If I got this right, Philadelphia is the is the place where the where the organization was started in the seventies, and at that time there there was no association. It's it's got to be, uh, you know, it, it's got to be just what what a mystery for people to deal with things at that point. One of the statistics we cite is is uh, and currently eighty percent of the children that that uh, get cancer survive, and it was the other way around a generation ago. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the, so the um, one of the things that we are talking about more and more um, in our having requests for more sessions at our conferences is about um, late effects and survivorship and how do children that have had cancer and survive, how do they navigate the world after treatment, after their diagnosis? How do siblings go back to yet another new normal. Um, mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Survival rates are so much better. Um, I mean, just it's flip-flop, like you said. Do, do you find, uh, you mentioned uh, siblings, do you find uh, that when a child gets sick, it's like the whole family gets sick? 
Absolutely. Um, and that's sort of where the role that I have at Friends of Kids with Cancer, um, our mission is to help kids with cancer be kids, but we feel very strongly about serving and treating the entire family. So mm-hmm. our event um, and the things that we try to provide to the families that we have in our, that we consider friends, um, you know, siblings are never excluded. We always want to mm-hmm. have them be a part of things. Yeah, and you, you mentioned events. Um, you have you have things that you normally do that you're uh, looking forward to getting back to. Yeah, uh, we do some peri- uh, some parties periodically. Um, one of our program coordinators, I have to give Margie a shout out because she can throw one heck of a party, and um, it's just meant to be a good time a time for families to kind of forget about everything else and just spend some time together recreationally, socially, connecting with other families that have had similar experiences. Um, But we also do some really fun and exciting fundraisers. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we had a a pretty epic uh, fashion show. So every year in November now, Uh, We have patients that walk in our fashion show, and this past year they got to walk with their model partners were the uh, Family Cup champion St. Louis Blues players, so that was a really big day for us. Nice. It gets to feel special. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really good time. They they enjoy walking the catwalk and um, letting their personalities come through. Um, We also, we... um, we help with art therapy in the treatment centers in St. Louis. And so we do an annual art from the heart event where our um, art therapy participants, their artwork is highlighted and auctioned off. Um, And that's a really special event for us too. Um, That's pretty cool. And yeah, yeah, it's a really good time. And again, having the opportunity to let the children be the stars of the show. Um, and again, mm-hmm. siblings are um, participating in these events in some way as well. Um, it's just really fun and gives some personality and some real-life stories to what often are presented as statistics and numbers. And, and your friends, with kids with can- friends of Kids with Cancer is uh, primarily a St. Louis area organization. Is that right? Yeah, we um, we have hospital partners in the three pediatric oncology programs here in the St. Louis area. Uh, so St. Louis Children's, Cardinal Glennon Children's, and Mercy Cardinal Kids. Um, and, you know, we have a pretty large radius. You know, we're right here on the border of Illinois and St. Louis, so um, have a pretty good, pretty good catchment area. Yeah. So, uh, at, you know, being from St. Louis, I think one of the things that, that we connected on when, when we first connected was uh, something we've been doing with the Brave Hearts for Kids was getting involved with uh, uh, family wellness festivals, in particular river festivals. And the, the Brave Hearts for yeah. Kids was started in Bismarck, North Dakota, on the Missouri River. 
And there's, mm-hmm. uh, there's a river festival which will be taking place for the first time this August, and we're still hopeful that that will take place. Uh, we've sort of, not sort of, we have scaled things back a little bit from what uh, originally had been planned. Right now we're not uh, uh, asking people to be sponsors of the event. We're just hoping that we're going to be able to have some kind of an event. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the idea that the family that plays together stays well together. That's something that mm-hmm. it seems like Friends of Kids with Cancer has that pretty well nailed down. Yeah, we really try. We um, Another event we have coming up that we're actually going to trial virtually um, is a Walk with a Friend event. So um, typically we have a 5K race for those that like to do that sort of thing. But for the vast majority of us, it's just a really good time to get together and get the blood flowing, so we're encouraging everyone, even if we can't all do it together as a family, to get out and um, walk and, and tell us about it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because they can, they, they, people can get out and in their family group and kind of stick together doing that, even if they have to be a little bit distanced uh, from, from other folks, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So one of you know when I when I'm describing Spotlight Hope to someone that hasn't seen it, uh, I you know have it on my on my Android phone and uh, SpotlightHope.org for those of you that are that are listening that want to go check it out. One of the things that I, I used to 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 show is uh, it, it it helps families find uh, things that can be helpful to them when they're uh, when they have a child that's sick. And one of the things that I, I always look for point out is uh, uh, camps. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I have a, a, a long time uh, experience as a scout master. So I was involved in Boy Scouts and Boy Scout camps. And I always thought that was one of the, some of the best time, uh, family time. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so that, that's something that's got to be, a, that, that in particular has got to be a real challenging thing uh, going forward this summer, right? Yeah, I uh was just connecting with a friend of mine who's a kindergarten teacher and he and I were talking about for kids in general right now, you know, the the socialization, the way that they are being asked to socialize with their peers now and mm-hmm. even um, you know, an even smaller but certainly deserving population is the pediatric oncology population because that's the one time that they get to feel Um, from what they've told me is they feel very normal being around other kids that having a central line or having scars on their chest, that's totally normal. And if they want to talk about it, they can, but they don't have to explain it if they don't want to. And I know a lot of uh, camps are also trying to pull siblings in. And so Mm -hmm. same thing, um, it's really heartbreaking to think that kiddos won't have the opportunity to do that this summer potentially yeah and and the you know the the idea of the uh, i guess of the uh, bubble a bubble child kind of comes to mind is you know living in a, in a bubble that they don't get to really interact with the world and 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 they yeah. there's there's something of a fear of interaction that uh, is is becoming epidemic and yeah, maybe coming out of this there'll be somewhat more of uh, of an empathy for those children um, i mean if it if you can uh, look for a rainbow on the other side of this uh, health mm-hmm. crisis that uh, that the uh, the country and the world is facing uh, well, maybe that's uh, maybe that's one of it well yeah i 
Yeah, I think that um, a greater capacity to, and also just to appreciate um, the fear that these children and their families have about, you know, what's lurking out beyond what they can control. Um, you know, oftentimes I think there are some pretty negative terms that are given to those parents, but mm-hmm. now now I think we all have a different perspective, a new lens. Yep. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into a little bit more detail. We're gonna want to talk about how to connect with you when you come back from the break. But uh, going into another break now, imagine how time flies, huh? Uh, we'll be <laughs> back uh, with our with our listeners on uh, Bravehearts Radio with uh, Valerie Kennedy Lang, a board member of the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers, and uh, with Friends of Kids with Cancer in St. Louis. Be back on the other side of sixty seconds. Stick with us. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back to Hearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live Internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're talking with Valerie Kennedy Lang about the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers and the Freds of Kids with Cancer in St. Louis. Connect with us at BraveheartsForKids.org, BraveheartsRadio.org. You can find our past episodes, and uh, there's a way to donate now if you like what we're doing. NationalDayCalendar.com is a great sponsor of the uh, Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And so during going into the third section, I always make a a note about uh, National Day Calendar and and what the national days are. Uh, Today we've got 
Caramel Popcorn Day, or is it Caramel Popcorn Day? Is it, uh, are you a caramel or a caramel person, Valerie? Caramel? caramel? I, I, I am, too. I think that's a yeah. Midwestern thing. Yeah. Midwest, yeah. So, <laughs> caramel, and, I heard uh, a lot when I was in school yeah. on the East Coast. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's um, mm-hmm. uh, it's oh my gosh, there's there's uh, it's either or either. You know, that's one of the neither or neither <laughs> that kind of thing. So, uh, it's also uh-huh. new beer, new beers eve. Uh, that's because tomorrow is beer day. It's sorry Charlie <laughs> day. It's student athletes day. It's tartan day, and it's Teflon day. And it reminds me of the. The, the question, if nothing sticks to Teflon, how do they get it to stick to the pan? So <laughs> those are the national days. And, and, of course, April 28th, National Bravehearts Day. And we had planned on being at uh, the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers Conference in uh, in Brooklyn on National Bravehearts Day and make a big deal out of it and our, get our, our friend Marlo to get us on Fox TV or something like that or some of his great connections in the New York City market. Uh, we'll, we'll have to just make something else work. So uh, how, would, uh, how would people connect with you if they'd like to connect with you about uh, APOSW or about uh, Friends of Kids with Cancer, Valerie? Oh, sure. APOSW.org um, is the association's website, and um, there is a link to my email address there. And friends of kids with cancer dot com. Um, my email there is Valerie at friends of kids. That's plural friends plural kids dot com. Um, yeah, I would love to love to chat. Okay, so the email is Valerie at friends of kids dot com. And that's at, uh-huh. that's at friends of kids with cancer, and then APOSW. Dot org, and yep. I, you know, I'm looking at your board of directors, the APOSW, and I see you have. Uh, we've we've had guests from uh, on on the Brave Hearts Radio Show from Boston, and you have board members from oh, Boston, nice. and uh, we've yep. had uh, guests from Philadelphia, and uh, we have yep. connection with Philadelphia. So we we had this potential thought leader summit, but now we have uh, all these thought leader summit concepts that don't require us to travel or, you know, we're doing so much online and by video and by Zoom that uh, w- will we ever get back to getting together again? Uh, I, I think we will. And um, looking, we will. Forward to, looking forward to getting to Philadelphia and seeing Philadelphia and, and connecting there. Uh, I think one of your board members uh, also works in the proton radiation technology uh, notice that yeah. from uh, looking at the profiles, and um, that's the, the the story about uh, uh, Ava Jacobs, uh, the, uh, the the uh, uh, the the child who um, uh, inspired Bravehearts for Kids. Uh, her her dad works mm-hmm. down in Houston at NASA. And uh, his dad is mm-hmm. a friend of mine. He used to always refer to his son as my son, the rocket scientist. And I always thought he just meant he was a good student, you know, didn't realize he was actually one of the people that runs NASA. But uh, their daughter was the well, first child treated at the Texas, at the MD Anderson Cancer Center down there. The first child treated with a proton radiation technology that uh, they credit uh, with, with saving her life and making her uh, making her a, a normal middle schooler now when she, she had brain cancer. 
cancer and she's 13 months old, you know. And so we also live in the next suburb over from um, Fermi Labs, which uh, is the uh, the place where they 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 invented that technology uh, in uh, Batavia, Illinois. So it's it's you know it's it's amazing to be able to work with such technology like this with the uh, uh, proton radiation technology with the brain surgeons and the the rocket scientists, and I, sometimes I just feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. How about you? <laughs> yeah, yes. I um, one of the things that never got old for me, but always left me spinning a little bit when I worked in a hospital setting was just being surrounded by such intelligence and the academia. Um, I just, I loved the way, I will never forget when um, St. Louis got our proton beam um, therapy program here and the way that one of the physicians explained it to us. I could not regurgitate it if I tried, but when he described it, it made perfect sense and the benefits of proton when appropriate versus traditional radiation, which is still useful in its own way in the right settings, but um, it was just mind-blowing to me. It's pretty cool. There's something I remember seeing is that in, I think in Philadelphia, they've developed some uh, targeted um, chemo. Uh, treatments too, and I don't know mm-hmm. if that's just pediatric, but wow, that, you know, it's it's inspiring to see how much is being done. Yes, yeah, and um, I think one of the things that we really enjoy about the conference is coming together. We're a pretty niche group, um, pediatric oncology social workers, but learning from each other and hearing how different programs are run and um, how the medicine and the um, more people needs, the human needs, the things that social workers are helping to establish in the health in um, more of an emotional, social way, um, coming together and sharing that is something that we all look forward to every year and then connecting with organizations like Bravehearts and hearing what they have to offer and how it can change the way that we practice and the way that we interact with families. Um, each time I think we walk away from the conference feeling renewed and refreshed and invigorated, um, mm-hmm. which is which is why we keep doing it. And, that, you know, that's... it's it, it, it's a, it, it can be a... Uh, a, a tough job to, uh, uh, to, to just day to day, right? Because of the uh, yeah. connections you make with people, and the results are not always as as um, cheerful as uh, as as we'd like to see, right? So um, it, it's a it's a it's a difficult job, and the, the emotional support from within the the, the niche within the group is uh, is pretty important part of it too, right? Yeah, supporting one another and. Um Again, going back to that empathy that we have for each other, that you can't always verbalize how heavy it is um, at times. Although I would, I would say that majority of the time it's the good stuff. You know, we're celebrating a lot of happy things, but it it does feel mm-hmm. very heavy at times. This is very real yeah. stuff. 
Yeah, so I, sometimes I find myself, you know, I, I, I actually, do, I, I wonder, well, what is, what is my part? Where's my role? Because you look at the, uh, I think of how the, the geniuses I'm working with, you know, you got the brain surgeons, the rocket mm-hmm. scientists, the nuclear physicists, uh, you know, just uh, Sherry, uh, who, who wrote uh, Spotlight Hope, the app, uh, just, just really brilliant people. And uh, Sherry reminds me, she says, you know, you got to remember that your, your, your number one thing is to uplift others. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a rocket scientist, but if I can help people have an optimistic look and, and uplift others and find the brave hearts and put them on the radio and, you know, get, get you on the radio, get you to tell the story and uh, APOSW and the friends of kids with cancer, man, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's doing what I can do. Hmm. Absolutely. Uh, very much appreciated in that uh, I think sometimes it's hard for people to know how to talk about what we do and the population that we serve. And mm-hmm. it's always oh, yeah. nice to, to share, like you say, the uplifting pieces of it and to know that we're connected and that there are, um, that there is this network of, oncology social workers and people that support us and make our jobs a little bit easier. And um, I visualize that. I'm a very visual person, so I just envision this map of the U.S. and beyond and all these little lines that crisscross. And um, mm-hmm. it's really nice. Yeah, you know, that we, we were talking during the break about uh, a, a coffee table book that I have. It's called uh, Drives of a Lifetime, you know, and it's it's one of those National Geographic books that lists, it, it's got 500 uh, wonderful drives that you should try and take uh, at some time. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you on, is St. Louis, is that on Route 66 that go through St. Yes. Louis? It is, yeah. So that yep, starts so uh, somewhere in Chicago land and uh, goes all the way through. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if it winds up in Los Angeles somewhere. Um, uh-huh. Does uh, is uh, you know the old Eagle song "Standing on a Corner in Winslow, Arizona"? Is that on Route sixty six? So uh, these, these lines <laughs> that crisscross the country that we are connected in in ways that um, I, I think maybe we're we're realizing more and more the way that the way that we are connected. Do you, do you see a little bit more of that now? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it, I've also, I'm an, a new parent. And so in that avenue of my life to seeing that, that you're really not alone. And it often, there are different things in our lives that, cause us to feel that way right now. I feel like that is amplified and it's very much something that we're all sort of grappling with, but you can find someone to connect with. You can find your little niche no matter what. And, um, that's very reassuring to me. That's good stuff. Well, I'm going to talk about when we come back from our final break of the day, we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the biggest change in your whole life and uh, we'll uh, we'll see what see what that is. See if see if it's the same for you as it was for me. And uh, we'll we'll be back with Valerie Kennedy Lang and uh, Brave Hearts Radio on the other side of sixty seconds. Stick with us.
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold. I am the Mission Specialist, and you're tuned in to VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live Internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're talking with Valerie Kennedy Lang about the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers and the Friends of Kids with Cancer Charity. You can also connect with us at uh, BraveHeartsForKids.org. You can connect with Valerie at APOSW.org or FriendsOfKids.com. And um, I've got to mention a couple of uh, our uh, friends and sponsors. Uh, Danita Bai uh, was a guest on the show. Uh, let's see. I think it was the third... Of February, and she's uh, uh, she has the book uh, Millennials Matter. She is uh, she and her partner Hunter Byington are sponsoring a Millennial Sales Growth Webinar online event uh, starting April 9th on the 9th, the 16th, and 23rd from 10 to 10:45 a.m. Central Daylight Time. You can find that at DanitaBuy.com. That's D-A-N. I-T-A-B-Y-E dot com. And uh, that is free. And then uh, if you're looking for uh, prime cuts of beef and uh, don't get a chance to get out, maybe you want to ship to your home or some exotic meats, uh, our friend uh, Steve at uh, M&W Beef in Mandan, North Dakota, uh, will help you take care of you there. And his number is 701, as all of North Dakota is area code 701, 663-BEEF. So really all you have to remember there is, hey, it's in North Dakota, 663-BEEF. And uh, talk to Steve. Uh, 
So all of our PSAs done for the uh, for the last segment here. Uh, back to uh, the talk with Valerie and Valerie. What do you think is the biggest change that happens in your entire life? What event would cause that? Well, um, I I have an eight month old, so right now my answer, without a doubt, is is parenting. <laughs> the the birth of your first child is that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's uh, um, in, in, nothing is the same. <laughs> yeah, and so he's part of the uh, board of directors in the uh, in your household, then I suppose, right? Yeah, he uh, deemed himself. He overthrew the the previous um, hierarchy and assumed leadership very quickly. <laughs> Well, at least uh, yeah. you know, kind of find, found. I, I found that so that's true. That um, uh, the, the birth of the first child, I think, is the biggest change in our in our lives, and that's mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and that's that's something that everyone wants that to go well. So. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, your your uh, your your baby's healthy. Yes, I'm very fortunate that um, he is doing well. And, you know, this time we were just talking about on break how I am trying to reframe having this eight-month-old coworker um, as time that I get to spend with him while he's developing that I wouldn't have otherwise gotten to enjoy. Um, so, so I'm watching him learn all kinds of things. So he's still a crawler then, right? We are, he's going to crawl, I think, by the end of the week. If I was a betting woman, that would be my bet. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's, he's, so he's, he's, he's beginning to crawl. I, I, I you know, I, I, I have six grown children, you know, so I'm thinking, uh, <laughs> uh when I talk, uh, when I talk about Denise's, uh, uh, millennial event, you know, I've, I've got, uh, kid, I think they're, are they post millennials? I don't even remember the numbers anymore, but, um, the, uh, the <laughs> idea that, um, uh, at at some point, you know he'll he'll uh, he'll stand up, and then he'll walk, and then three days later he'll be sprinting everywhere, and that that might be the second yeah. biggest change in your life because it's like where'd he go? You know, yeah. <laughs> like the little kid in the Incredibles. There he is. There you go. Flash. He's gone. Yeah. Flash. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Watch out for that. So uh, let's see if you, you know, <laughs> people want to get in touch with you about friends of kids with cancer. It's friendsofkids dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, yep. APOSW is uh, APOSW dot org. Um, what, what Correct. anything else that you want to that, that you just want to get into about uh, the work that you're doing or events that you have and the things that are that are planning? I know you can't give me a definitive answer on the location of the next conference, but I know it's killing me too because I would love to share with you where we're headed. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm very grateful for the time and for those that listen and have the empathetic response and um, support kids with cancer and all the individuals and organizations and professionals that are a part of that. It, it really does take so many of us um, and really it's about showing kindness and compassion and, um, you know, helping the medical professionals do what they do best um, and they in turn look to us to, to pick up things on the other side and it it just can be a really 
wonderful partnership and when the family and the siblings and the patients themselves are a part of that and inclusive, it it makes for some really good um, human interaction and, and care. And that's uh, that is really well said. Um, what, what do you what do you find is the the most rewarding thing that you see in your work? Oh gosh, um, really, truly seeing kids be kids um, and being able to forget that there is this awful disease that comes with seeming without rhyme or reason and. Um, and seeing their parents smiling and oftentimes crying in the background um, in a good way is, you know, bringing joy um, and helping people feel good and have some happy times. Those moments are really important. Friends of kids with cancer, helping kids to be kids. Be kids. Yep. That's right. Yeah. I, I want to thank uh, I want to thank you, Valerie, for being with us today. I want to thank the audience for joining in with us today, and and uh, we've been talking about uh, the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers, and uh, mm-hmm. we've been talking about uh, Friends of Kids with Cancer, and of course we're talking about Brave Hearts for Kids too on the mm-hmm. uh, Brave Hearts Radio Show on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to check out our BraveHeartsForKids.org and please consider donating now. You know, maybe consider donating to Friends of Kids with Cancer or donate to uh, the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers. You, um, you know that you can contact me about our video mission-building workshops and retreats. Email me at missionspecialist at uh, braveheartsradio.org and plan to join us every Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern. You can work out the time zones. Next week, we'll be talking about social media mobilizing for the greater good. And we'll have as our guest, returning guest, uh, J.D. Gershbein. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. That's really catching on. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm. Until then, be well and stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.